Welcome to the FNO InsureTech Podcast, a place where movers and shakers from all points within the insurance ecosystem gather and discuss all things InsureTech. We talk about how technology and innovation are affecting and driving change in the industry. Here are your hosts, Lee Boyd and Rob Beller. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of FNO InsureTech. I'm your host, Lee Boyd, and uh, not with me today is the other host, Rob Beller. I'm sorry. I'm sad to tell you Rob is not on this podcast, uh, but he will be back next week uh, with another exciting episode. I know how everyone listens and and, and tunes in to, to hear Rob as I do each week, but don't worry about it. He will be back. And Rob, we hope that you have a wonderful vacation where you're at. Uh, but for today's podcast, uh, we have two companies who announced a partnership in this world of, of insure tech, and, and we invited both of them on to, to talk about their individual stories, to talk about how they learned about each other, and then about the partnership that they're, that they're working on and succeeding at, I might add. We have Chris Bacon with Openly. He's the COO of Openly. And then we have Henriette. Fleischman of Hosta AI. And we are just always excited to, to bring companies who are partnering together on this podcast so that they can tell you their stories. It'll be a wonderful, a wonderful podcast and a great listen. But instead of listening to me jibber jabber, as our friend Rob Beller says, here's our podcast with Henriette and Chris. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us today. I am joined today with Chris Bacon, COO of Openly, and Henriette Fleischman of Hosta AI. Did I say that right, Henrietta? You did. Wonderful. Well, welcome to the podcast, everybody. Thank you. We're excited to have y'all on. We're going to be talking about how these two companies have joined a partnership and how they're using technology, and they're coming together to solve different problems in the insurance space. I'm really excited about that. I'm really excited to, to get to visit on that. But I think we need to have a little bit of a level set. And, uh, and I, I'd like to introduce our audience to Openly. I'm sure many of them already know about it. But I'd like to visit with you a little bit, Chris. We have you as a COO of Openly. Now, where, where do we have you calling in today from? I am here in Boston, Massachusetts, where it's nice and sunny and warm at a brisk 38 degrees or something like that. Yes, it is a warm day uh, <laughs> there in Boston. Henriette, we also have you in Boston. Is that right? That is very right. I'm in Cambridge. Um, I suppose people in Cambridge do not consider themselves part of Boston. But <laughs> yes, they probably don't. But whenever I'm in Texas, it all sounds the same to me. So. <laughs> Fair point. Well, that's exciting. So, so Chris, is that is that openly his headquarters, or or why why Boston? Yeah, it, it is our headquarters. So technically, we we were incorporated here. Uh, well, we're, we're our headquarters is in Boston. The two founders were both here in the Boston area. Um, so Ty Harris was the former chief product officer at Liberty Mutual and Safeco, and Matt Wilbert was um, he, before uh, he was at uh, Goldman Sachs, but he actually was uh, in, in, owned an independent agency here in the Boston area. And so uh, it was the natural fit for us to start here in Boston. 
I joined on as, uh, as one of the first five or six employees. Um, I was also here in Boston. Uh, I'd worked at Liberty Mutual with, with Ty. But as we've grown, we took a very strong approach of we don't need to be in Boston. There's amazing talent here in Boston, um, yeah. but there's amazing talent everywhere in the country. And as we built out more and more of our infrastructure and our um, our organization, we realized pretty quickly that we had the ability to to truly run a remote first company. And so while technically our headquarters is Boston, only about half of our leadership team is here and about 15% of our employees are in the greater Boston area. Wow. We are in 39 states. Uh, we have about 200 employees. We're closing in on 200 employees in, in 39 states right now. Wow, that's pretty big. When was Openly founded? We were founded in uh, in 2017. Um, we spent the next year and a half or so working on fundraising and kind of getting everything ironed out and all of the product design and technology built. And, and so we finally launched the company in... October of 2019 um, in Illinois, and um, and so we've we've been in market for about two almost two and a half years now, um, and we're now in 17 states, uh, with our most recent state going live on Monday in uh, in, in Georgia. That's exciting. I, I saw that announcement come out first first expansion in 2022. That's exciting. Yes. Well, why don't you tell everybody what is openly? <laughs> what is this company? What are we talking about? First off, thank you for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity to to, to chat with you and and uh, and Henriette. I think it's going to be a great conversation. Openly is a tech enabled MGA that sells superior home insurance um, to the mass affluent population through independent agents. Okay, we are an insure tech company that was built by insurance independent agents for independent agents, and that is a major differentiator between us and many of our other insure tech firms in, in the market. Um, the whole idea is we, we looked at the world and said, the traditional insurance company has 40% expense ratios. That is, that is an enormous amount of every dollar of premium that's going to pay just pure expense. So right. how, can we, how can we simplify that? How can we reduce that number? How can we drive that down? Well, there's a ton of waste in a lot of processes. And so that's what we, we've built a lot of our own technology that has really made the quoting process easy. So you can get a quote from us that's bindable um, in three questions uh, in about 10 seconds. So if you, you give us your name, name, date of birth, and address, we can return an eligible bindable quote immediately. It's a very intuitive process. We navigate. Agents can move back and forth between, between the quote, between different screens within the quote. The whole idea is simplify the process and don't force the agent into a specific talk path that they have to go through to follow our technology. It allows them to customize and, and do their own thing while still being able to navigate easily through our, through our process. The other part of it is, is we provide a, a base policy that's it's more robust than what I would say is in most, in most, most of our competition. We, we have this, because we're targeting a mass affluent customer, we are looking at how do we provide more coverage? How does our base contract have a, have a higher threshold for, for what I call the gotcha moments where customer thinks they have coverage? but they actually don't. We eliminate yeah. as many of those as you possibly can. Is openly selling openly insurance policies through agents or is it, or is it more like a, a network where, where people can do it or is it actually the openly policy? So it is the openly policy. We, we write our paper on Rockridge Insurance Company, which is okay. an AMVEST A-minus rated uh, underwriting company that, that we partner with. Um, but it is our policy. We write, we wrote the language. We, Establish the pricing products, um, all the algorithms, all the rating models, everything like that is managed managed by Openly. And so your focus is really on the independent agent simplifying the process for them so that they're able to get out there and sell more policies, right? 
That is exactly it. How do we make sure that they can, we optimize their experience and do let them do more of what they do best. And so is that, is, is this mostly homeowners? Right now it's exclusively homeowners. So it's, it is, uh, we, we write a standard single family home po- product. Um, we have a, we have a secondary seasonal home product offering, and then finally a, a, a rental property. And, but it's all exclusively on the, on the home side of, uh, as of right now. Would an agent be able to, to use openly and, and be referred for any of the other policies or do they just go down their other avenues at this time? For right now they would go down their other avenues at this time. Okay. And so for a couple of years you've been running, you're up to 200 employees. Mm-hmm. What do those 200 employees, what are some of the jobs that, that those 200 employees do? The, the entire insurance experience that runs the gamut from our amazing engineering team that builds all the technology that we use as kind of the infrastructure to enable everything else. So, so the, the idea of, of Openly is to take technology and enable our human interactions. So we're not trying to eliminate human interactions. We're not trying to make it an automated experience. We want to say, how do we make sure that, the, that every employee that we have is, is able to optimize it, their, their value that they're providing to agents or the policyholder? So we've got a large engineering team. We've got our own actuarial organization and product management team that's really designing all of the product language. They're managing through all of the state filings and all the regulatory components that we have from, from that side of the house. And then um, you have you have our insurance operations uh, uh, organization. So that's everything from the sales organization that partners with agents to go find new agents to sell Openly's product, and then also to make sure that they understand how to fit the Openly product into their operating model and make sure that they understand. What is our value proposition? How does it align with what the, what the agent is selling? Um, we, we have a marketing organization that's driving in all sorts of experiences, whether it's uh, digital acquisition, whether it's different types of um, PR opportunities and, and podcasting opportunities like this. Yeah. Then we have our amazing agent experience team, which is the team that talks to our, um, talks to our agents every day. So they're the team that are answering all the questions, helping agents understand, oh, this is, this is a little weird. Why, why do you do it this way? And helping them coach the experience along. And if you read our, our Google reviews, our agent experience team gets called out in, in, nearly almost, in nearly every one of them about how fast we are, how quick we are. We get responses back. It's, it's within seconds, not within hours or days. And then finally, we internalized our claims organization uh, late last year. So okay. um, we now manage our own claims process. And that's where the, the, the amazing partnership that we have uh, with Hasta has, has really come into play. But we've taken the approach of how do we bring technology? How do we make sure that we can have a customizable experience for every step in the insurance lifecycle? And we've worked our way into it. So we started with quoting. We then brought into our, 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 agents, our agent support. And then we brought in the claims organization to that as well. Well, that's exciting. You've got all of your ducks in a row. It seems like things are going pretty good there. And that's exciting. As we talk about technology, as we talk about Hosta, um, I think this is a great time to, to flip over to, to Henriette. Many of our podcast listeners were able to listen to our republished episode of Hosta not too long ago. And, and Rob and I are both huge fans of, of Henriette and the team and we were just blown away whenever we interviewed them the, the the first time in their technology. It seemed so smooth. And to them, it just made so much sense. And why don't we do this, Henriette? Why don't you just go ahead and fill our listeners in if they've been living under a rock and they don't know. Why don't you go ahead and, and let us know a little bit about what the product is and, and what it does? Yeah, let's lift the rocks here. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> 
You already introduced me. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Hosta AI. And what we built is a, you know, we built a Hoster AI assessment platform. And what that does, it is allowing adjusters to invite a policyholder. We are sending them basically an email message that contains a link. They can click on that link. It opens a web browser. There is no app download or special device required. It takes four to eight pictures to capture a room. And the output are um, a sketch or floor plan, detailed measurements, material takeoffs. And uh, we are currently working on integrations with large estimation platforms to you know, further automate the estimation process and make it as simple as possible for the policyholder as well as for the adjuster to adjust desk adjust damages and to accelerate basically, you know, circle times and increase MPS scores. <laughs> we last ran into you at the Insured Tech Connect conference and it seemed like everybody in the world was trying to get a meeting with you. You really are, are raising the bar out there with this technology. And I think that's just wonderful. We all know that technology plays a, a huge part in insurance and, and it's just going to get bigger and better. Uh, we know that there's always a place for the human in, in the workflow, but we know that we can also have better tools out there because accuracy is so important. Ease of use, as I always say, meeting the customer where they're at. Some people want to use a tool, some people might not, but we want to give them the option. And so it seems like that's kind of what's happening here, Chris. So how is it you came to get to know uh, this team and, and tell us that story? Yeah, we we had a we had an introduction to Henriette and, and the Hosta team early on. Um, I, I, we were, we hadn't even gone down the path of internalizing claims at that point. We were, but we had some common investors, I, I believe, and and so there was an intro introduction call, and and it was always in the back of my mind as, as even though we were using um, a, a TPA at the time, I was like, okay, when when the time is right, we're gonna we're gonna come back to this and. And so early last year, I hired Gina Reyes, who's my VP of claims. And, and one of the first things I told her was, uh, as you're thinking about internalizing this process, like you, you got to, you got to check out this team at Hasta. Um, yeah. they're doing some pretty, pretty amazing stuff. And, and so we, we very quickly realized and, and, and Gina very quickly learned just how, how much there was an alignment between our philosophies, um, uh, as a company and, and, it, the the relationship just just took off um, over the course of, of of last year, and as as we were working on trying to figure out all the logistics of internalizing our our operations and how are we going to stand this all up, and the the team was great with with partnering with us and understanding. Okay, we're not going to have a fully integrated experience of right right out of the bat. How do we do that? All right, let's once we found our claims management platform, like how do we make sure that we have a, have, we start working towards the path of, of a full integration experience, but be comfortable with saying, all right, on day one, it's going to be a little clunky and it'll be a little manual yeah. behind the scenes, but not from the customer's perspective, but we're going to work through it. And, and, and I think that was where the, the partnership really took off. It was, you know, we, both teams want to want to test and learn. We want to try different things. We want to experiment and we're comfortable being in that place of, of it doesn't necessarily have to be everything is all ironed out. We're, we're going to figure it out. We're going to try different things and where we need to, we to make adjustments, we make adjustments. And, and so we launched our, our claims platform in October and, and Hosta has been a, a major, major part of, of how we manage our desk adjustment process. And right now we, we do about 80% of our claims purely from a desk adjustment perspective. 80%. Wow. 
That's pretty impressive. Yeah. And it's, it's a lot of that is driven by the amazing tool, like the adoption rates that we see from customers wanting to use the Hosta app. It's really high. So where is it at in, in the workflow? Is it whenever a claim is filed that they get this email that says, hey, we received your claim. If you'd like to use this technology, it can go quicker. Where, or is it at the end? When does this tool get introduced to the insured? In an ideal world of where we, we want to take this as we fully move down a path of full integration, we will be able to say at FNOL, we'll be able to say, okay, based on the characteristics that you've described in this claim, you are a perfect candidate you know, to use the Hosta app. Would you like to receive that? That's yeah. going to be part of where we want to get to. We're not there yet. So where we are today is claim comes in, our adjusters receive it, our adjusters assess it. They make that first interaction with the customer and they off, that's where they, they offer them the option of how do you want to manage this experience? Do you, do you want to have an app that you can control the entire experience or would you rather have someone go out and, and come to your house and, and work through the process with you? Henriette, how's it been going? Has it been working? You know, 80% of the desk, I can only assume people are tapping in and, and, and using the technology, but how is the pickup rate? It's been great. It's such a cool opportunity to work so closely with Openly, right? And be a part of the adjuster huddles to be able to get direct feedback and, you know, make those iterations and optimizations as they come. I am just amazed by this partnership and opportunity. So did this start out as a pilot program? Are we still in a pilot program? Are we in a, a full-blown moving forward with this? Yeah, we are yeah. in a full-blown partnership. That is wonderful. So, so Chris, why, you know, there, there's a couple other technologies out there that we know, a couple have been on the podcast. What set them apart from others out there? Two main things. So the first one is the fact that a customer doesn't have to download an app. And, and I think there is like, that is a key component to why we have a high take up rate is, you know, people are just not a hundred percent comfortable with downloading apps right now. I think it's as you, there are more stories about things that are happening with you know, you download the wrong app and something bad happens. And, right. and so if we don't have to do that, that's amazing. Like, and that, that is, it's a click a link uploads, take some pictures, upload it. It's done. That is a major part. And then the second part is accuracy. So we tested other tools and we were very open about this. Like we were, we, we, we told, we told all of our partner, potential partners of, of that we were, we were going to use the apps ourselves and we were going to test them out and figure this out. And, and Hosta was, was just more accurate. So it was, uh, those are two pretty good reasons. Exactly. <laughs> well, Henriette, let our listeners know after the insured goes through and receives the, the email, what steps do they take? Are they taking photos? Is it a, a drag and drop situation? And then what does the report look like on the, on, on, on the end of their experience? So two things there. Well, the web browser gives them a guided experience on how to take pictures, right? It's basically a picture per wall. There is no tagging or anything required. It's literally just taking a picture. And it's for a rectangular room, like the one I'm sitting in right now, it's four pictures, basically one per wall. And that is uploaded to our host AI assessment platform. Mm. We can also work off existing pictures. It's another workflow we can think about, but um, currently they're using our app to upload those pictures live in the, in the moment, basically. Uh, in terms of the reporting, what we um, provide are two things, right? One is an integration with, um, we're currently integrating with uh, CoreLogic to automatically create sketches on that and, and provide a bill of material breakdown. And the other one is access to our host AI portal. And that portal basically allows the adjuster to literally via picture 
click through those pictures and see which structural items are affected and being able to then get the bill of material or let's call it the estimation list of items that need to be repaired or replaced. Wait, so with that, so just using the photos, you're not only given the measurement, but you're able to give the materials in the room, it, like, like drywall, paint, things like that? That is correct, yes. Wow. And that just taking it to the next level. I mean, so where is the, the current limitation on that? If I take a picture in my kitchen, will it know that I have countertops and stove or will it know uh, what type of countertops I have? The latter. It's basically the countertop and the respective material and the respective dimensions with it. Just fascinating. And so how is the integration with CoreLogic going? Is that is that a, a seamless integration already? You, you said you're working towards that. Is that already uploaded? Is it is it more of a manual move to get that data in, into there? Uh, the w- workflow is automated by now. Okay. Yes. We, are, we are pretty close to going live on that. And- We're always very curious. Are there insureds out there who, who don't want to use this? Uh, Chris, and we'll, we'll go over to you, Chris. Are there insurance out there who, who say, I don't really want the technology. I just want you to come out. And I, I assume that's something you would do, right? You would send mm-hmm. an adjuster. Can, can yep. that adjuster also use this technology whenever they're out there? And, and do they now? So they, they have the option to do that right now as we're starting to, we've been going through and piloting which adjuster firms we're going to kind of move forward with on a more permanent basis. And so once once we establish which ones we're going to be working with, we are going to make recommendations of, yes, the, the idea would be we will have them use the, the, the HOSTA tool when they go out and do... Um, when they do it, they do an in-person adjustment for us. But, um, but that is, that is kind of the, the next step for us. But yes, we send out adjusters today. If a customer doesn't chooses not to, or, or we, you know, you know, they, they come back and say, I'm very confused. I don't, different, different people have different technology, um, comfort levels. And, and so, um, we want to make sure that we can, we can tailor that experience to, to that customer's needs. Well, that's exciting. You were talking about in October that, that, that you rolled out your new claim system. What internal claim system are you all using? So we, we partner with a company uh, called Snapsheet. They're making a lot of ways too. They're doing quite, they're doing quite well. A lot of injured techs, Snapsheet, Hosta, Openly. The theme that we have with them is, is uh, with all of our partners, is just how, how quickly we can move on things. And I think that's mm-hmm. one of the big things that, and I know that differentiates us from a lot of, a lot of legacy carriers, because we don't have legacy infrastructure. We don't have large legacy books of business that we have to move and migrate around and things along those lines. We, we were, we were able to, to navigate and migrate all of our prior claims from, that we had from, from our TPA over into, into our Snapsheet management system within a couple of months. Uh, we were able to up, get this process up and running. And, and there again, they're, they're, they're a firm that works with us on an iterative basis. And so as we have more capabilities, more capacity to take on more, more automations, that's where we start layering different elements in. And I think that was a fundamental part of what we've done with all of our partners is find ones that are willing to work with us on, on quick, nimble changes and not necessarily yeah. rely on like a long tail Big Bang release. That, that makes sense. So Snapsheet really needs to be integrated with Hosta and with Openly because they're really big on talking to the customer, right? There's a lot of task involved. There's a lot of uh, notifications that go out. And so just, you know, how, how was that, Henriette? Let me ask you, how was that working with Snapsheet uh, and Openly to, to get everything integrated? So as Chris mentioned, right, there is a staged approach to the entire uh, workflow. 
right now we are optimizing on creating the estimates as automated as possible with the least friction to the adjusters, right? Which is driven by the estimation platform rather than the um, claims management system. Yes. And then as a next step, we are going to work on a claims management system integration. Got it. The thing is that Snapsheet and us, we have a common investor and there's, there's, I think, a lot of common ground and opportunity here. That's good. They are a, a good group of people. We've had them on the podcast, I bet, six, seven times. And so yeah, I want to pick up what, what you just talked on there, Henriette. You, you said that you're working towards having the estimate created to assist the adjuster. Is that the ultimate goal to be able to produce as much of an estimate as possible through the AI without human touch? Is that, is that kind of where we're, we're trying to get? Personally, I think the um, human touch is required for quite a while, first of all, because of expertise, and second of all, because there is this human factor in, in the loop, right? So there is this piece of, I feel really unsettled right now because I do have a damage at home. I need somebody to help me, and I need somebody to, yeah. who talks to me through that, right? Um, our goal is to, best case, estimate damages within less than a day as accurate as possible, right? And support that, which means try to automate as much of um, the friction that an adjuster has today, especially from a desk adjusting perspective, um, that we can help to overcome, which is on the one hand automated sketches, but it goes much further than that, right? I mean, there are just a couple of things that can be automated and line items, et cetera. And that's exactly what we're aiming for. Now, is there a use for this tool on the underwriting side whenever a claim is first written? Is there anything anything out there to use this tool on? I think there's a huge opportunity here, which is first, if you have already captured images during the underwriting perspective, right, it's much easier to set a claims and to see what has changed towards, you know, the initial underwriting to then a damage occurring in the space that allows for a seamless workflow across the insurance cycle, right? That's one. The second one is because we are working off images that are already existent. I think there is a couple of opportunities here to extract additional data to make more accurate um, assessments on replacement values. So I do think there is there's a lot of potential there. Chris, what do you think? 100% agree. I think as as we're evolving and as we're learning a lot more over over time and as we start to get more and more volume, I think what we're learning is right now we have a we, we, our underwriting process and our claims process are they're not synced up and and we're definitely finding that there's a need to have information passed from underwriting to claims and then vice versa from claims to underwriting on as we start as we start to look at things from a from a renewal standpoint so i i think there's a, a massive opportunity to to leverage this information to be able to understand what did we see at one point to what do we see currently um, and and then as we start to make decisions around that okay well something materially changed that's going to change the entire experience um, from a, from a renewal standpoint. I think you, you absolutely have to have both of these teams, both of these time sides of the, of the, of the process talking to each other. And there's, there's so much opportunity from a, from an automation and, and AI perspective that, that can simplify so much of that work. I would agree. And so being a, a independent agent first type of company, what impact has adding these technologies, these partnerships to the claims process, what impact is that having on your, on your frontline insurance agents? Well, the first thing is, is we have 
continue to have extremely high NPS scores. So all in all, uh, from our claims standpoint, from a claims, from a claims experience standpoint, our NPS scores are, are right around 70%. So that, oh, and wow. that includes denials. So, so we're seeing really, really strong experiences and we're able to see really strong, really rapid, uh, cycle times. And so as, as Henriette mentioned, like the idea of how do we get this to a point where we can get it even faster and we can continue to move this forward. That's like, it's, it's allowing us to have that, that rapid response, that rapid update back to the agent to say, Oh yeah, nope, we got images. We're going to finish this claim and we'll be done in, in 48 hours. The big thing that we're doing is, is we really focus in on communication. So yeah. as you know, we talk about leveraging technology to eliminate and to opt or to optimize the, the experiences. Well, leveraging technology, leveraging these type of tools frees up our adjusters to be able to make sure that they're communicating with agents, make sure that the first, like the first thing they do is call the policyholder, but the second thing they do is call that agent. And, and that is, you know, from, from, from word go, when I started figuring out how would we would design a claims organization and, and sitting down with agents, the number one pain point that they consistently would tell me was, I just don't get any updates from, from my carriers on where we are with the claim. Right. This is, this is something that allows us to free up the capacity to be able to make sure that that is a critical part of, of our adjuster standard work. Well, I, I think that's just, just amazing. I mean, you were with, you were at Liberty Mutual, you're at the top company for years and years. Uh, you, you, you've seen things, you've heard things. I personally, I grew up in an insurance home. My dad was an agent for 40 years and, you know, I always would hear things about the claims process and it always goes back. That agent is that hometown person. He's there, she's there. Uh, they need to be in the loop. So I think, I think giving that feedback to them is really, really good. Yeah. You know, Chris, what, you know, I guess, what does the, the, the future look like for Openly? Are there other partnerships? Are there other technologies out there that maybe you're looking at or other areas of the claims or sales process you're, you're investigating? We're evaluating partners on a, on a regular basis. So I think there's a lot of different opportunities within the claim space that we're looking at. We haven't really kind of moved anything to the point of where we're comfortable kind of like communicating out because it's not been formalized, but there are, there are definitely are things that we're, that we're looking at from, from a first notice of loss. And then how do we think about optimizing kind of the claims routing within Snapsheet and all those types of things. There's, there's things that we're looking at. Um, we look at data partners on a regular basis. So we're always looking for ways that how do we improve the, the data that we get from a, from a rating perspective on the front end. Yeah. Um, and so we're, we're constantly looking at those. I think the future for openly really is, is focuses on how do we just continue to get better at what we do well. And, and so that means we need to continue to expand states. So at some point, as long as the uh, regulators work with us, uh, coming to, to, to your great state here at some point in the next 12 months, Good. getting in a lot of the Midwest states. And, and uh, so now we've started moving into some of the Southeast states. And so figuring out how do we, we continue to expand our, our geographic footprint and continue to partner with agents across however we define agents. I think that's one of the interesting things is too, is we're always talking to different partners. They, they may be thinking about what's the, the future of the mortgage process, right? So there are new yeah. agencies that are popping up and how do they disrupt the mortgage underwriting process? And they know that the sticking point on underwriting is getting homeowners policy. So how do we make that faster? So there, there are companies out there that, that we can partner with there as well to get super fast, super easy, super, super quick quotes. That's wonderful. It seems like a very exciting place and a, and a nimble moving place to work. So that's exciting. 
Now, what about Hosta? What do we have going on? Are there other partnerships, other integrations? You're, you're thinking we talked about the the estimating platform, super important to the claims world. I assume we have some other partnerships that you're working on as well. Well, our goal is to expand that, right? To provide um, our scoping program to all carriers. Uh, on top of that, our goal is to uh, work on reducing claim, claim cycle times, provide better data sets with better inference models by providing an increased customer satisfaction, right? So policyholder satisfaction, which means working on making this capturing as easy as possible, right? To turn literally everyone into an expert of assessing space remotely. That's wonderful. You hit them all, right? Customer satisfaction, cycle time, accuracy. Those are all things that we want to continue to to get better at in our claim space. And so if somebody wanted to reach out to Hasa and ask about partnerships, ask about what you do, how's the best way to reach you? Is it the website, an email? What, what do you have? So definitely reach out via our website. We have uh, everything bottom up there. You will find those contact us buttons quite easily. If you want to reach out to me directly, use info at hosta.ai. Make sure that I will respond. And, and Chris, what's the, what's the website for Openly? Openly.com is our, is our website. Head on over. You can you can learn more about it from a policyholder standpoint. You can learn about it more from current agents. And if you're interested in getting appointed or as an agent, we're always interested in uh, in, in talking to new agent partners. Well, that's wonderful. Well, I've really enjoyed this conversation. I love it when when two exciting companies come together in this insure tech space to deliver great service, you know, a quality product. So I thank you both for being on. Thank y'all so much. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you. Well, what a great episode. That was that was a really fun conversation getting to to, to talk to these two individuals. Thank you so much for being on, uh, Henriette and, and Chris. Thank you for representing your companies and coming to to tell the stories. As I've said on the episode, and as I said in a couple of other episodes, we love it when these insured techs come together and, and form these partnerships and succeed. And really, during this episode, we heard about a third intro tech that's in in their world, uh, Snapsheet. So, so congratulations to the to the group. Uh, thank you for coming on and, and sharing your story. It's always a great time. Thank you for listening. We look forward to another podcast next week, and uh, we hope everyone has a, a wonderful weekend and a wonderful week. Goodbye, everybody.